I'd like to talk with you today, and I'd like us to consider today three paths to, light, to right living. You can see the three paths in that illustration there. Three paths to right living. We don't have the illustration. Well, that's not my problem, you know. I mean, uh, I'll try it again. I will, I will, I will. Hold on a second. Thank you, Rusty. Um, just a minuet. I'm sorry for that omission. You should have it now. No, you don't. Sorry. Let's try it again. This is definitely it. Thank you, Rusty. I'd like to consider with you today three paths to right living that are outlined uh, both in last week's Parashah in Genesis 18 and in this week's Parashah. Three paths to right living. The first path is one that's kind of obvious to us. Last week, before the Lord goes down, uh, Adonai goes down, and the angels go down to Sodom, Hashem says, for I have made myself known to him, that is to Avraham, so that he will give orders to his children and to his household after him to keep the way of Adonai, to do what is right and just, so that Adonai may bring about for Avraham what he has promised him. This is the pathway of commandments. God gives us commandments. We, As we say in the Shema, we transmit that, those commandments to our children, to our children's children. Um, and you shall teach them diligently to your children. You shall speak of them when you're in your house, when you go on a journey, when you lie down, when you raise up, rise up, etc., etc. This is the pathway of obedience to God's commandments. That's one pathway to right living or to what we would call righteousness. But is this enough? Is this all? Surprisingly, even the Tanakh shows us that the pathways of righteousness are, are broader than this. The second pathway is living in a manner which is recognized as honorable and appropriate. This is, this is what Avraham does in the chapter that Steve read to us today. You notice how he bows before the people of the land. He's a very old man at this point. And there's tremendous respect and decorum and honor that is bestowed. He bows and he requests a burial place. They say, oh, you're a prince of God among us. Please take whatever you want. But he realizes that would not be right. So he does the honorable thing. There's tremendous amount of, of courtesy and of honor. He, he pays he doesn't want to receive it as a gift. And how does he know what to pay? Ephron the Hittite says, oh, I'll, 
a piece of land worth 400 shekels. What is that between me and you? Take it as a gift. Now, that's a very indirect way of Ephron telling him how much it costs. But it's, it's courtly. It's, um, it's courteous. It's honorable. We'll see more about this. It's what's called Derech Eretz in Jewish life. Uh, there's a quote here uh, from Pirkei Avot that says, uh, Hanina, Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa used to say, if a person is liked by their fellows, they are liked by God. If a person is not liked by their fellows, they are not liked by God. What does that mean? It means that if, if we're people who behave in a manner that other people find offensive, we should not expect that God is going to be thrilled with us. This is a great lesson for our current um, social context. I would ask you to consider, suppose a person is very zealous about the commandments of God, which is what we just read about, but they behave with people in a way that people just don't like them. They're, they're contemptuous in some way. Is that a good thing? The Jewish tradition says that uh, says no, it's not a good thing at all, and that our derech eretz, our decency, our common human decency, should precede our our living of Torah. In other words, it needs to be the foundation of a respectable life. And we all know of religious people who are very religious, who uh, nobody wants to be around. We also know of people who are not religious, who are tremendously courteous and respectful. So this is the second path of righteousness. Uh, and scripture even bears witness to it without being heavy handed about it. Paul, uh, Paul, absorbed and embodied and respected this value. He says, do not be an obstacle to anyone, not to Jews, not to Gentiles, and not to God's Messianic community. Just as I try to please everyone in everything I do, not looking out for my own interests, but for those of the many, so that they may be saved. This is Derek Heretz. This is common courtesy. This is honorable behavior. Don't be an obstacle to anyone. Don't trip them up with your behavior, not Jews, not Gentiles, not people in the congregation. Try to please everyone in everything you do. So this is a second pathway to righteousness. Paul says in Romans 12, repay no one evil for evil, but try to do what everyone regards as good. That is Derech Eretz. That is Avraham at a very old age, uh, grieving for his, his wife, uh, who doesn't just say, look, let's cut to the chase. I need a place to bury my wife. No, he goes through all of this courtly decorum. Repay no one evil for evil, but do what everyone regards as good. If possible, and to the extent that it depends on you, live at peace with all people. It's not enough to be religious. It's not enough to obey the commandments of God. We need to live at peace with people as far as it depends upon us. 
We need to live lives that other people will respect. Living in such a way as shows courtesy, kindness, respect, and compassion towards others is Derek Eretz. Paul speaks of this again in 2 Corinthians 8.21. He says, we are taking pains to do what is right, not only in the eyes of the Lord, but also in the eyes of men. This gets back to this, uh, this passage from Pirkei Avot, which uh, evinced the same principle, that if a person is liked by their fellows, they are liked by God, but if a person is not liked by their fellows, they are not liked by God. He says it's not enough to do what is pleasing to God. We should also live in a way that is pleasing to people. So this is the second pathway of righteous living. Finally, there's what I call niche ethics, acting properly in accordance with your position. We read about this in the New Covenant reading today with John the Baptist, Yohanan Amatbil. Uh, he says, first of all, he says, don't presume to say we have Abraham as our father. So don't act like you're an entitled, an entitled person. Don't presume entitlement. He says, look, God is able to raise from these stones children to Abraham. So don't come here with a sense of entitlement. We all have to watch that. We need to act as is appropriate to our social benefits. He says, if, uh, if you have two cloaks, give one to somebody who's poor. If you have more than enough food, help to feed the hungry. We need to act in a manner that's appropriate to our social benefits. That's also part of our niche. And we need to act as appropriate to whatever job or, or workaday world we have. He says to the tax collectors, you know, don't, don't take more than what is due you. He has other directions to soldiers not to be abusive in their authority. And this comes to you and to me. Do I behave towards others in a way that is appropriate to my identity as a rabbi? That's a heavy question. Whatever work that you do, whatever niche that you occupy, whether it's work or some other office that you hold, some position that you hold, do you act in a manner that is godly and, and appropriate to that role? If you're a boss, are you uh, the most courteous, respectful, fair boss that you could be? That's a pathway of righteousness. Scripture outlines these. And these are the three paths that I want to talk with you today about. The pathway of God's commandments. The pathways of common decency and honorable behavior so that you're acting in a way that people who don't believe as we do will respect and say, look, I don't believe what so-and-so believes. I'm not even sure I know what they believe, but man, they really treat people right. And are you acting in a way, am I acting in a way that's appropriate to whatever office we occupy? So I want to close with this question. How are you doing? Examine yourself. That's what John the Baptist said to the people who came. 
They wanted to be in on what God was doing. But he told them, bear fruits that befits repentance. And I would suggest that the fruits that I have to bear, the fruits that you have to bear, are these kinds of fruits. Number one, the fruit of obedience to God's word. How you're doing. Secondly, the fruit of, of um, common, but which is really very uncommon, decency, respect, and honor. Behaving in a way that people will, will regard as being the right way to act in your particular cultural context. And finally, uh, uh, how are you doing in the area of your niche, in your workaday world, in the, the various offices or niches that you occupy as a parent, as a grandparent, as an aunt or an uncle? These are all niches. Are we glorifying God in our niches? How are you doing? May God accompany us as we do the best we can to follow these three paths of righteousness. And I hope all of God's people will say, Amen. Okay. <clears throat>